If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The media said what? <laughs> the media said Joe Biden's president. Ha 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 You are a child. How long does that go? (laughs) Committed to the bit, apparently. That's uh, televangelist. What's his name? Uh, Copeland? Something something Copeland? Who cares? Was it Kenneth? Kenneth Copeland, I think that's right. Yeah, he's the drummer for the police, I believe. Anyway, uh, different fella. Just ridiculous. But as a guy who is, I follow this stuff for a living, but I'm not like crazed, impassioned like a lot of folks seem to be. Um, I'm, I'm keeping my eye, I think, on the ball, which is justice and solid voting in the United States. It is uh, ironic and refreshing that the narrative has changed completely. I don't know if y'all have noticed this. A lot of people. Ha 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 How did he not hyperventilate? I don't know. I don't know. But as everybody's been screaming at each other, I think you may have missed something. I could give you a dozen different examples of this. Headlines, USA Today, they're so full of crap. You know, uh, Neil Cavuto uh, cutting off Kaylee McEnany talking about 
the vote fraud and the rest of it. Do you remember? For years, we were smugly informed by the uh, the mainstream media that there's practically no vote fraud in America. There have been two cases of it in the last ten years. Right. Well, now everybody, everybody is saying. Yes, of course, there's there's vote fraud. There are illegal votes. It won't be enough to change the election. And you know what? That's probably true. Uh, although Bill Barr and the Justice uh, Department of Justice are looking into it. And, and again, Trump has good lawyers. The administration has good lawyers. They will un- uncover any dirty doing where it exists. But we now have the lamestream media admitting, yeah, there's plenty of illegal voting around the country. That's progress, and I'm glad to see it. Now, if we take the next logical step, and we got an email from a listener uh, around here somewhere suggesting that no, they won't, they never do anything about it. But the next logical step is okay. How among the ways we do voting, which are the the biggest open doors for fraud? We've got to eliminate those at least. The friggin' USA Today and the Alphabet Networks are saying, of course, there's legal voting. Hallelujah. Mm. Lying liars. Um, So this is the first presidential election where people voted through their smartphone in various places. I can tell you more about that coming up. Uh, It sounds like a great easy way to do it. I don't know how you keep that fraud free, but more on that in a second. Yeah, I think there are going to be some positives and negatives of the Biden administration if indeed that result holds up. I want poll testing, but that's me. Well, one of the negatives is going to be a rise in crime, guaranteed, because he's going to appease his left flank with a uh, you know criminal justice reform that's actually decriminalizing crime. And you're going to want a good home security system. The good folks are sponsors Simply Safe. They deliver award-winning 24/7 protection. Against break-ins, fire, flooding, medical emergency, great arsenal of cameras and sensors, and the best professional monitors in the business. Yeah, I was filling out an insurance thing the other day, and they, uh, you know, there was a place to check on there for a home security system. So obviously, that can have an effect on what your uh, insurance is. It did us, yeah. That's why we got it. Um, SimplySafe.com/slash/Armstrong. You get a sixty-day risk-free trial. There's nothing to lose on that. And if you do it right now, go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You get your free security camera today. 24-7 protection. have won all kinds of awards as the best security system out there. Yeah, it's not that it's the cheap one. It is less expensive and there's no long contract, but it's the best one. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Get that free home security camera. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Oh, I was talking about voting by phone. Voting so, by phone? Um, What? You know, I'm out of step with uh, almost everyone on uh, the whole voting thing. I want it to be harder, and I want there to be a test before you're allowed to vote. Like an obstacle course? Or... Yes, chin-ups. Wow. Only the fit shall vote. you gotta, you got to turn over this big truck tire. Mm. That's, what, that's what the test is. Wow. Or maybe throw this kettle. Sorry, up on a roof. Sorry, seniors. <laughs> what's what's that big old log thing they do in Scotland? They hurl a log from here to there. The caber is that what that's called? Is there a reason? Is there an actual reason? Tim the lawyer would be perfect to ask on this. Is there a, is there a good legal reason? Has it been looked at in some sort of uh, qualifying to vote? I know it was misused in the South. I'm aware of that. I'm not talking about misusing it. I'm not it's trying... got a troubling legacy, Jan. Who cares? What's that got to do with anything? I'm not trying to punish any race or gender or region or anything like that. But it seems like you ought to have 
a couple of pieces of information before Fogging you Fogging a mirror is not enough. Is there? Is there? You have to know, even to a, the level of a child, you are a child, uh, even to that level before you can vote, what's going on. I love that idea. If you have that, I'm all for making it as simple to get busloads of people to the polls or voting on your phone or whatever secure to get everybody to vote. If you can, you know, name the three branches of government. The Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. Correct. Do you have any idea where money for government programs comes from? The government. government, You're right. I tell you what, you answer that way, you're barred for life. I'll bet half the country. That might be an exaggeration, but certainly a third of the country. They've never really noodled through where the money comes from for various things. They got the machine. They fire it up when they need money. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't, I'm going to get me some Obama money. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. The problem is you would have to put this godlike plan in human hands, and they would screw it up and abuse it. Yeah. Anyway, um, there was some voting by phone last week. Citizens of Utah, Colorado, West Virginia, and other spots around the country using a mobile app called Voatz, V-O-A-T-Z, to cast their ballots in statewide elections. Probably not a real word. Probably pronounced votes. Okay, first time uh, people have used the technology to vote in a presidential contest. How do you keep it safe would be my only question. The idea of being able to vote on your phone sounds awesome in terms of convenience. The answer to that is tied to cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. Now the, it's so, all about the blockchain. Exactly. So they are using blockchain technology, which for a, in my knowledge here, is Am I going to end up with a, a bale of heroin and a machine gun, though? <laughs> I don't if I go on so. a dark web? No, I'll tell you I, what, I'll buy at least one of those from you. Let me know. So to my understanding, blockchain technology is essentially open sourced and transparent. So everybody can watch the, the, the flow of, in most cases, Bitcoin, but in this case, you can... You can see the information that this person put in. Everybody can access it, and we can all watch that it maintained a chain of command that was... But am I also going to see the schedule for the local cockfights? I mean, how do I separate these dark web things? (laughs) It's not on the dark web. It's a a system of accounting. (laughs) But I did not know that. People were actually voting on their phones? They were! Yeah, so these states had already done it in smaller scale local elections um, for various reasons. So they ramped up. Certain people, and then, yeah, this was the first national election that it got used for. You see, people were biometrically identified, Joe. The individual takes a selfie. I think I'll take a selfie, which is matched with your voter legal ID that they upload. Ah. You know, facial recognition, so it would be like a signature. It's probably more foolproof than a signature. uh, Oh, 100%. It's funny. Of course, somebody's going to go around cutting off faces and voting illegally. Oh, no. Like that guy last week who cut off that uh, girl's thumb. I got to get that stinking real ID thing because oh, of 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> I got that in the mail. Yeah, because of 9-11. Yes. 20 years ago. And, uh, uh, yeah, and a couple of issues. Number one, I dragged out my Social Security card, which I got when I was, I don't remember, 10, 11 years old or 12 or something. And my signature on there is that of a small child. Well, I haven't seen mine in forever. I don't know if I could lay my hands on my social security card. So I could not reproduce it if I tried as hard as I could. But I would love to see my signature from when I was 13 or 14 years old. Uh, The second thing, and if you are, if you work for the Calunicornia Department of Motorized Vehicles, go do something else. And (laughs) that's Tucker Carlson. (laughs) No, Tucker. Uh, I need you to email me on this. You have to produce <laughs> to get the this this real ID because of 9/11, which uh, was at least five years ago. 
you need like 17 forms of ID. You need your passport, oh. your birth certificate, your... Really? It's not 17, but it's I just few. opened it's the a en- handful. It's funny you mentioned it, because oh. I, just, I just opened the envelope yesterday and thought I'll deal with this later. And but. this is nationwide, my friends. So but, I don't know yeah. how to lay my hands on any of those things. Well, you need uh, uh, several of them. And here's my problem. And this is this is absolutely like walking into the hottest chamber of hell when I walk into the DMV with this problem. When I was born... Uh, in a foreign land, my dad was in the service. All the documentation was inconsistent. I am the third. My legal name is blah, 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 the third. Sometimes they put the third down. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes I was just Joseph W. You're not you. Well, exactly. Were you plantation owners, your family? What? In Italy? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know, the third. Sounds very plantation-y. What? Um... So I'm going to walk in there, and my passport's going to say the third, or I think my passport doesn't, because it had to match my birth certificate. But my driver, so you're going to end up in prison. I'm probably. <laughs> so for the phone, button, I, I can absolutely picture it. I'll be staring at a stone-faced bureaucrat saying, "Look, you can see this is me. You can see this is me. Same date of birth, same everything. I used this one." To get this one. And so, they'll say, it's got to be consistent. So everybody in the whole country has to get this universal ID? Yes. Uh, the real ID. That's what it's called. And if you don't get it, you don't get to get on planes anymore? Among or? other things, yeah. Yeah. And I <sighs> don't think you can get a passport or what have you. Well, I'm not going Because of 9-11. I might have to get on a plane at some point. Wow. So 20 years later. I thought a national ID was something that uh, we conservatives Well, it's a national hated. standard for an ID. It'll, it will be, in my case, a, a Corruptifornia driver's license. Hmm. And, and remember, of course, that the illegals, uh, they have a tiny little uh, print somewhere that says federal issue or something like that. So I got to get one for the whole family then, probably. Uh, Kids, too? I don't know about chillings. I'm not looking no. forward to any of this. No, your, ki- your kids don't need a legal ID until they're, I can't remember what, what age. No, that's true. That's true. They don't show an ID when they get on the plane. Right. They just right. ask them a couple of questions. Are you Sam? Yes. How old are you, Sam? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How old <laughs> are yeah. you? Why don't you mind your own damn business? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we played that funny Tucker Carlson. Am I being detained? <laughs> that Tucker Carlson thing is kind of funny if you haven't heard the whole oh, thing. Oh, you got to play it. Among other things on the way. Jersey Mike's through our app for no contact delivery and at the door pickup. Jersey Mike's. Be a sub above. The heck was that? Normally we, what are you selling your own ads now, Sean? (laughs) Anyway, this. I don't care what people think. If they think I'm biased or not, I I don't care. And so I'm very emotional. So when you ask me how I'm feeling right now, I'm sorry. That's all I can tell you. This is how I feel right now. I am so happy to have this platform to be able to do this. I may not have it after this, but I really don't care. I am so happy. I don't care. Take it from someone who does this gig for a living. If you can't keep your emotions in check to think clearly, you are a child, go do something else. 
The <laughs> number of lefty commentators on cable news who couldn't keep from crying is really disturbing to me. Well, that's uh, Tucker Carlson uh, commenting on Don Lemon uh, acting like that on the other, the other day. The, the, to me, the you can't let it go inexcusable part is the, I don't care if I lose my job, I might not have my job, because you're so happy that Biden won on CNN. You're bravely putting your job at risk. Ooh, way to fight the power. That was like by, three by, different kinds of dishonesty. By being emotionally happy that Biden won, you're you might even you're risking your job. You're being so speaking truth to power. You're oh, like the kid. trust of Farians with the bandana over their face in the streets because they're revolutionaries <laughs> in America, break. where you get cited and released, and if a cop so much as kicks you once in the ass, you sue the city and settle for two million dollars. You're so brave on CNN. You showed to be in favor of Biden winning. I think you'll keep your job. <laughs> well to, put. Way to lay your neck on the line. You are a child. <laughs> um, by the way, on the voting by phone, I'm reading about this. This is really pretty interesting. So some states tried voting by phone, uh, and it is a blockchain thing, like uh, like uh, the, the secure stuff that they do with Bitcoin and everything like that. So you have your photo on there. They match it against other photos. Uh, input personal data, blah, blah. All the information is digitized and secured in the blockchain after the verification. And technically, the blah, blah, blah. they fill in a bubble on the screen and sign the form. The ballot is then stored on the blockchain until election day when it's actually physically printed and counted with all the rest of the mail-in ballots, which allows election officials to more easily integrate the new system. So this might actually be something that happens a lot in the future. If it is on the Internet, it can be hacked blockchain is a pretty effective uh, defense against that um but uh, y- we are hereby at the outer limits of my knowledge but so. you you can only you only do it by making the argument that we need to make it easier to vote uh we had a very secure system that worked great paper ballots yeah the idea that it didn't work is a lie look into it if you want and it's practically effortless to do you just and you go to your polling place. They send you a letter where it is. You go there. You walk there. You ride your bike. You do whatever. And in the state you Leaving live in. Leaving my house is not effortless, Joe. <laughs> uh, granted. And in the state you live in, they took a lot of your taxpayer money and bought a bunch of electronic machines for no good reason. Just because they lobbied the government to switch over because somebody made a lot of money. But the old paper ballot thing worked fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's that's long gone. The whole Florida hanging Chad thing, that was a company recognizing that they shouldn't let a crisis go to waste. Yeah. You convince people, yeah, the solution to all this uncertainty and all this legal fighting is a, a brand new Votatron electronic machine yeah. available for only $10,000 a throw. Now when your vote disappears into a machine, you'll know exactly where it is and how to recount it. <laughs> Again, well said. Uh, you s- are a child. Go do something else. <laughs> you are a child. Go do something else. <laughs> I love that. That's a good insult. Yeah. You know, the mommy party, the emotional party, the if it feels good, it must be good policy party. Boo. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Looks like it's going to be a 51-yard field goal attempt to give the Patriots a come-from-behind win. Folk on the way. And it is good. With zeros on the clock. And that's how the Jets fall to 0-9. Wow. I don't follow the sport anymore, but the New York Jets are 0-9. The Knicks suck. How does uh, the biggest uh, market in the uh, in America, with all the money they got at hand, have sucky teams as often as they do? Um, I don't know. Internet. I don't like uh, lion disinformation. I don't suppose anybody does. But this this whole ser- so the Supreme Court has taken up the Obamacare thing again today, and there are a bunch of media outlets pretending this is a big deal. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Clicks. God, have some. Try to have some credibility. So I'm reading from this. Well, I'll read from this first. From the Wall Street Journal. This is the opinion page. This is the Republicans saying, Obamacare returns to the Supremes. The mandate tax may go down, but the law will survive. Republican uh, right-wing writers, Republican candidates, the right-leaning Wall Street Journal all say, no, Obamacare's staying. They're not even, the people on the right aren't even pretending it's going away, and right. they hate it. Right. 
Well, why is the left acting like, well, with Amy Comey Barrett and Code, it's just a matter of time before. <laughs> They're just trying to get me to let my guard down. Uh, from Newser, this will likely be an anxious morning for supporters of Obamacare. Oh, no, goodness. it shouldn't be. With its expanded conservative majority and a 6-3 conservative tilt, thanks to the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett, the argument revolves around whether or not the Obamacare will continue to be the law. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. They're going to get a, a, a rid of the stupid mandate that doesn't even really exist anymore, but everything else is going to stay the same more or less. The individual mandate really never existed. No, no. But according to everybody who's really looking into this, your pre-existing condition thing is not going away. It, it just isn't, so stop pretending it is. And even more at the heart of this, putting aside the Obamacare thing, Amy Coney Barrett's tendency as a judge is to defer to Congress's intention in the law. She's a conservative judge, meaning she says, this isn't my business. A lot. She says, Congress wrote the law. They meant this. That's not my business to overturn it. It was funny. I was reading. It was in Axios. And they said, where is the specific sentence? Because it was so perfectly... A perfect illustration of what people don't get, and it's intentional because it gets you to the polls, but um, uh, gosh, uh, they said essentially, ironically, it could be that these conservative justices ruling will yield a, a ruling that liberals like. Well, right, yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> that's Judges not, aren't supposed to have outcome-based uh, uh, policies. That's not ironic at all. No, it's There's, not the least bit ironic. Uh-uh. In fact, all the judges... Is it like rain on your wedding day? It's a lot <laughs> like that. All the judges uh, say this out loud. I regularly rule on things I don't like the result, but it's just the law of the land. Blue State's argument is based on the kind of textualist, congressionally focused principles that often work with conservative justices. But for the law to survive, at least two Republican appointees will have to cross over and vote with the court's lip. No, they don't have to cross over at all. That's what they do. That's their that's their judicial philosophy. See, you don't know this. And I excuse this. uh, Excuse my friends. Because everybody in the media has been telling you these are rabid people who just want to take away your abortion rights and bring back the handmaid's tale and put gays back in the closet when they don't have the slightest inclination to do that. Unless some of those things are based on terrible judicial decisions and then they might fix them. Earlier this year, Justice Neil Gorsuch raised some eyebrows when his approach to the conservative legal principle of textualism led him to a liberal policy outcome. Right. Yes, that happens all the time. But nobody knows that. Certainly the people screeching outside the Supreme Court, chanting their idiotic slogans, don't know it. Chanting their idiotic slogans. I tell you what, I will bet my paycheck against yours. At six months from now, you'll still have substantially the same protection for your pre-existing conditions. There is no way. And as I said earlier, even if the soups were to say, you know, this uh, rather obscure argument that the individual mandate is no longer a tax, therefore the law falls apart, therefore we can tear the whole thing down. The first thing they would do is say, all right, you got to work it out and come back to us because we're not going to yank people's health care away. That's the way it works in the real world. The stuff Chuck Schumer has been saying will happen, Nancy Pelosi has been saying, will never happen. 
So I was wrong about how I thought the country would react to an announcement of a vaccine. I thought that there wouldn't be like this just great big giant sigh of relief or dancing in the streets or whatever. I thought it'd be more, okay, good. Let's see how it works. See when we get it, all that sort of stuff. But man, the stock market just shot through the roof and the news coverage is amazing and that sort of stuff. So I guess that is why Trump was pushing so hard and and touting, hey, we're just days away from having this big break. He claimed without evidence that they were days away. You're right. They, that was said over and over again. Yep. In fact, I think one of the moderators in the debates even like correct that was one of their fact checks during the debate. Right. Uh, just just to point out that's not true. Yeah, it's most likely nobody will get the vaccine until late last next year. So in a couple of weeks, fact they're, they're, they're going to start giving the vaccine. Out. Have you heard anything credible at all that this was delayed on purpose? It is. It is some pretty amazing timing. I mean, because if this had happened the week before the election, which is only uh, like, you know, if it had happened week, eight days ago, ago, yeah, if it had happened eight days ago, it could have had a huge difference. The Pfizer this, swears that uh, we just we finished the paperwork. What if they'd announced it 10 days ago and the stock market hits almost 30,000 and and we're, we're, we're talking about rolling out the vaccine, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks? I don't know. He didn't lose by that much in most states. I don't know how pe- if people would have voted any different or not. But- you could do inaccurate polling on that question, if you'd like. <laughs> Big Pharma and the Dems seem like an odd pairing of bed buddies. Uh, in, yeah, well, you know, mm. if, I, if I was, was going to create a conspiracy, it would be some sort of, we'll come up with these sorts of breaks for you, this sort of thing, you know, in the future. But that's a heck of a conspiracy you'd have to keep secret with a whole bunch of different people. Big Pharma spreads around a lot of money. I'd have to look. But uh, have you heard anybody? I mean, to both sides, I mean, the timing is. Oh, no, I've just heard people saying that timing is awfully, awfully odd. Um, but I don't know. It's it's practically unprovable unless memos come out, which occasionally happens. Putin's probably typing, typing them up right now. So we won't know if they're legit or not. Like some of the uh, Purdue Pharma stuff on the uh, Oxycontin. They actual emails out, hey, uh, this is killing people like crazy. Yeah, well, why don't you mind your own business? Essentially, that's why they settled for billions. I don't know. We'll probably never know. Right. People will believe what they want to believe. So I mentioned it or or clips. I want to play that Arby's thing because I'm interested in it. I want to get one of these as a gift for someone. Yeah, could you play that for me? Have you ever eaten too much turkey and not been able to find a comfortable position to nap in? (laughs) It's painful and now totally avoidable. Thanks to Arby's Deep Fried Turkey Pillow, you can rest easy and comfortably eat all the turkey you want this turkey season. Supplies are extremely limited. Order your Arby's Deep Fried Turkey Pillow and eat too much turkey anywhere. Okay, extremely limited like they made one of them. And it's just to get on every radio and TV station in America and mention that you now have a turkey sandwich, probably. But Let it be said, I was against this. But we the, sell commercials, we don't give them away. But the pillow is hilarious, if I could get one. It looks exactly like a turkey, and you stick your head in where, you st- where the guts and the stuffing are. It's uh, like a hat. <laughs> it says here on my sheet, it's 60 bucks. Yeah, $60. A bargain at twice the price. <laughs> It is a turkey pillow. It would be worth it if you. you, you I, I don't know if I get one for everyone in my family at sixty dollars a throw, but uh, one at uh, at Christmas would be worth the laughs. You were a child. 
Everybody, assuming the family gets together for Christmas. If you do a white elephant Christmas type thing, and this isn't what you bring to the party, you need to really take a look at yourself. I don't generally sleep with my head jammed inside a pillow anyway, so I don't know. Can you breathe okay in there? I don't know. (laughs) Smells like giblets in here. (laughs) Beautiful. So Mitch McConnell delivered a slow, drawling tongue lashing. To uh, the Democrats. Okay. I thought it was quite effective. All right. Very, very nice. Very nice. Uh, so we ought to play that for you. We also so ought to did, hit the Joe Manchin stuff again. So did Senator Clyburn of South Carolina. Uh, he He's a Southerner, so he gave a slow, drawling tongue lashing to his own side yesterday also. Interesting. Maybe we can pair those yeah. two. Okay. Excellent. Coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. How the Trump administration is handling the transition with the incoming Biden team or not handling it, we should say, to a certain extent. This time it involves our intelligence community. Uh, Ken, what have you learned, sir? Oh, Okay. Uh, I think we lost. Think we lost Ken for a second. We'll try to get him back there. That was a, a brief report. <laughs> I was happy with that answer, though. I hated man, man, a few words. I hate that conversation. That question. If you want to do that with your life, if you want to watch cable news and listen to people talk about that, go ahead. But God, can I buy some of your years of your life? Leave me out of it. You're interested in that? Are there people that are, are there human? that are interested in that those you get swept up it's like a, a soap opera you know is is uh what's her name gonna end up breaking up with what's his name i'm kind of involved oh but it's it's the Lord. federal government which is really not good uh, go do something else so yes, uh, go do something else <laughs> mitch mcconnell who uh word has it is the majority leader of the united states senate and getting a lot of credit from a lot of my uh, my favorite thinkers for holding everything together the last couple of years and making things happen. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's let's hear what he has to say about some of the lectures coming from the leftward part of the uh, the world. Let's not have any lectures. No lectures about how the president should immediately, cheerfully accept preliminary election results from the same characters who just spent four years refusing to accept the validity of the last election. Uh, well said. The 36 and then 37. That's fine. In the United States of America, all legal ballots must be counted. Any e- illegal ballots must not be counted. The process should be transparent or observable by all sides, and the courts are here to work through concerns. Our institutions are actually built for this. We have the system in place to consider concerns. And President Trump is 100% within his rights to look into allegations of irregularities and weigh his legal options. Mitch McConnell is right. These people who are complaining the president ought to shut up and go quietly are the same people that, that, you know, that, that, that promoted a Russia collusion fiasco that went on for years and many other things refusing to accept the legitimacy of the last election. Uh, absolutely right. I wish the president wouldn't claim there's been widespread fraud and the election was rigged unless he can show 
that that's true. Mm-hmm. But the continuing to, you know, fight for every ballot, we got plenty of time. Of course, plenty of time. It's fine. Um, oh, why do the why do some people call Mitch McConnell cocaine Mitch? I missed the, how that whole thing started. Where's that come from? I hear that all the time. Oh, I can't remember. I've read it, but it's a slip. It's a my joke mind. of some sort, I assume. But I don't. I don't remember. It's because he's so slow. No, I don't think so. Okay, has to do with some policy or something. Uh, if there's one human being that's responsible for Joe Biden being president more than any other, it's clearly Representative James Clyburn of South Carolina, who, after Biden was getting his old behind handed to him in state after state and was on the verge of having to get out of the race, Clyburn in South Carolina rallied the black vote and said, look, if we want to get Trump out, we got to vote for this guy. And they followed his lead, and then, you know, the rest is history. But anyway, Clyburn said yesterday on why uh, Jamie Harrison lost to Lindsey Graham. He said, that phrase, defund the police, is the reason. Sloganeering kills people. Sloganeering destroys movements. Stop sloganeering. You don't understand hashtag defund the police, James. He's right. He's 100% right. Yeah. The old guard, will they win the day? We don't know. Don't know. We do not know. I'll sit back oh, and watch. Oh, one more comment on accepting the results. Give me clip number 53, Sean. How can we not play this? Come on. I'm sorry, 43, 43. All of you, suck it up. Suck it up like we sucked it up. And if you are not sure that you're comfortable with Joe Biden, do what we did. Find things and then take it to the law. And if the law says it's something to look at, look at it. But from <laughs> now on, suck it up. Grow the pear for him that he can't grow for himself. Because this is ridiculous. You're not sure that he won. Are you bringing into question all these Americans who voted legally, came out and stood and voted. How dare you question it? How dare you question the legitimacy of voting? She's officially lost her friggin' mind. Somebody put Whoopi in a home. She's no longer else. able to function. Grow the pear? The that pear who, in question. That who can't grow? The, the, the Trump supporters, uh, Donald can't grow himself? I, I think Whoopi has a pear. I uh, think it's a little... <laughs> Donald's in the 70s. If he doesn't have them now, he's not going to. But yet, the idea that <laughs> questioning the legitimacy of the election, how dare you? I mean, I just how do you write parody these days? When you got cranks like her saying stuff like that. Unbelievable. What a numbskull. No feeling whatsoever in her skull. Uh, somebody who got the real ID last June. You only need to, and everybody in the country has to get it, I guess. That's yep. what you claim. Yep. You only need to get it if you want to use your driver's license to board a plane. If you don't get one, then you would have to use a passport to board a plane. Mm. Supposedly, it's just a driver's license with enhanced vetting. The biggest hassle is getting an appointment at the DMV to submit all the paperwork and supporting documents. Be sure you double-check what they require, or you'll have to go back and stand in line again. Yeah, I know it. I know it. That's right. I'm supposed to be making an appointment. Gold, dang it. I need people. I brought a stool sample. Do you need a stool sample? (laughs) Just to be thorough. brought one just in case. Just in case. I'm going to leave this with you. I don't want it in the car. (laughs) That'll get you quick service. It's a sickener. God, we had to do a thorough, uh, many thorough tests we've done for my son over the last several years, but the most thorough stool sample sort of thing uh, that I've ever been involved in 
you know, and I'll spare you the collection aspect, Please which is not. Please do. But, but the, the packaging and shipping and dry ice and then the FedExing at the right time and everything like that was really, really, really quite the deal. Wow. When your poo absolutely has to be there overnight. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, they send you some dry ice and you pack it in there in a vial and all these different things you have to do uh, and then get it all. And then it's a certain kind of container. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and then halfway across the country, and apparently that works. That's a you know, good time to be alive. Now, I've accepted the fact that the vaccine, at least the one created by Pfizer, um, has to be stored at some insane... Temp- 90 degrees below zero. Great, Scott. Um, That's fine. Does anybody know why? I mean, you'd think once something's like 10 below zero, it ain't going anywhere. That, it's not doing anything. That is an excellent question. I have no idea. Liquids... I don't know what this freezes at, but water freezes at 32 degrees. You know, you get down to zero, it's good and frozen. Why yeah. would you need to go f- much further below that? I don't know. Is it suspended in, in motor oil or something? Or olive oil? I, don't, I have no idea. Mm. See, all matter, Joe, can be any of the three states, liquid, solid, or gas, depending on the temperature. But they all vary. Nah, I don't buy it. And maybe to become a solid, this particular liquid needs to be much colder than water would be, for instance. Right, right. In the same way that rock can be turned into gas, mm-hmm. or air can be turned into liquid, right? But it's got to, you know, you got to get to the crazy temperature, and then you got to spout gills, or you die. Your only choice. Right. <laughs> this has been your third grade science lesson. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm static next. Melting point, boiling point, freezing point. All matter has one, but they're all different. Hmm. Right, and this vaccine evidently is very, very low. And so they're having to come up with, at warp speed, if you will, infrastructure to deliver something that has to be that chilly to every corner of the country and subsequently uh, to every corner of the globe. And a lot of places don't have the ability to keep something that cold. Oh, yeah, they don't have a lot of like super refrigerated bio storage facilities in Somalia, for instance. <laughs> That's a good example. Could be a while getting to you, folks. And Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.